Welcome everybody to the A1 Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about misconstrued healing and how to heal the right way. Got a guest with me, so let's get it. What's poppin', ladies and gentlemen? We're back here, the Day One Podcast. I'm here with my boy, James. What's up, y'all? Yes, yes, yes. It hasn't been his first time on the podcast, but today we are going to be talking about misconstrued healing and why people seem to not know how to heal correctly from their past traumas. And I just wanted to jump right in uh, just to be able to get everything out of the way. I wanted to make sure that I got the definition of healing out of the way first um the dictionary definition is the process of making or becoming sound or healthy again you know some synonyms are to alleviate uh to palliate to relieve to ease basically the process of being able to make yourself better another definition is to make healthy whole or sound uh, to restore to health free from ailment and to bring to end uh, to bring to an end or a conclusion as conflicts between people or groups, usually with the strong implication of restoring former amity and reconciliation. So that's just the definition that I'm putting out there. And uh, the real reason why I wanted to really bring this up is because what I've been seeing a lot lately is that people don't know how to heal properly. And I'm seeing that um, being a problem. So I just wanted to give a preface to um, be able to talk about that. And uh, James, I just wanted to ask you, um, what kind of scenarios do you typically see broken people ending up um, not healing correctly? Uh, it's pretty common knowledge. It's common knowledge that usually people who can't heal correctly, they'll turn to drugs, alcohol, you know, just stuff of that nature, trying like to distract themselves and trying to like feel good in the moment. But all you're doing is prolonging the process because healing, it takes time. And you have to be like, you have to really put your all into it. And if you're constantly like distracting yourself or trying to feel good in the moment, you're only you're only delaying the process. Quite literally only delaying the process. And it's important that you brought that up because that's kind of what I want to tackle today. I want to be able to uh, discuss with the listener what are the ways that we can really learn how to heal ourselves why is it so hard nowadays especially for people in our generation why is it so hard for us to learn how to heal the correct way why is it so so destructive to be in the healing process and i just want to really touch on that um so yeah there are lots of different scenarios where there is a traumatic experience um you have breakups getting cheated on betrayal of a friend a death just general trauma um there are a lot of um, simple things as well that cause us to be able to not heal from them. I was telling a story a couple episodes ago about how I choked on a fish bone and that essentially traumatized me to not eat a certain type of fish um, for a long period of my life just because I wanted to be safe. But um, clearly, I obviously was able to heal from that because you know now I'm able to eat the foods that I want and whatnot. But it's always interesting uh, to me, James, just because what we're seeing is a sickness and i feel like it starts within the home um but a lot of people 
who we've seen apparently don't understand the concept of being able to heal properly. They seem to go to their immediate tendencies of wanting to feed into their carnal desires in order to help themselves heal. And I just think that's not the right way. Um, only because you can literally dive into something and think that it gives you temporary relief when in reality it's only creating, well, in some cases it's only creating a bigger problem. So I just wanted to hear like, what are your general thoughts and consensus about how people ought to go about the healing process? Like, for example, like, let's just say there's a breakup. How do you think somebody should handle something like that? Well, um, with a breakup, you just have to, you know, kind of like work on yourself, you know, take, take a, take a step back from just, I mean, anything that's going on and really evaluate how you feel, what's going on, like the position you're in. And that brings me to my next point. You know, the first thing, the first thing you have to do to really get over it, something or heal from something is you have to accept that you have a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. you have to accept, like, I have a problem. I'm traumatized. I'm hurt. Yeah. A lot of people, whether it's them having an ego or them just denying it, sometimes they don't even accept that they have an issue. They're just like, no, I'm good. No, I'm fine. I'm chilling. You know, I'm straight. You have a problem. You have to accept it. That's the first, once you accept it, it's like, you're not lying to yourself. You're not lying to yourself. You're not tricking yeah. yourself into thinking. Like, once you accept you have a problem, that's the first step to solving it. Yeah, and I definitely do agree with that. A lot of people, what they tend to do is after a, a negative experience, what they like to do is they try to shove it under the rug. We all know that that's not, that's not at least you and I know, that's not the proper way to handle a situation. You kind of have to sit down and be objective with yourself and understand that it's okay to feel hurt. It's okay to feel the way that you feel. It's just that it's a matter of how you handle it that makes you who you are. And I think it's very unfortunate how we're seeing a lot of people believe that, no, they're okay. But yet they turn around and filter out their pain through things that are extremely destructive, whether that be you know, drug, sell, uh, drug, sex, and alcohol. One of those three seems to be one of the three options to help numb pain for people. And what ends up happening is that they end up having a relapse and they either go back to the thing that was giving them issues or those three things end up destroying them. So it's always kind of gut-wrenching to see that uh, kind of plague kids in our generation. And that just leads me to the next thing that I wanted to really talk about. It's a matter of you have to have a low tolerance and minimal patience for things to numb your pain that are damaging to your mental, physical, and spiritual life. And I just wanted to kind of expand on that in a sense that there are some things that you should just be objectively aware that they're going to destroy you. So I love how you brought up the fact that, you know, people, what they decide to do is they, they're not objective about themselves. They don't look at themselves and say, I am hurt. A lot of people refuse to do that. So after that step, once you take that initial step, the, after that first step, you have to realize, okay, what is my game plan to make sure that I don't end up hurting again? So I guess, James, elaborate on what step two would be after you've recognized, hey, I'm hurt. There's something wrong with me. I need to do something about it. Well, yeah, like, again, once you accept it, like a lot of people think that it's, you know, if you said that you're hurt, you know, you know that you have a problem, it makes you weak, you're crazy, or you're just like emotional. 
But I think it's in reverse. Like if you're that self-conscious or insecure to admit that you have a problem, that that's a bigger problem in itself, you know? Yeah. But um, I think step two was just step two is working on yourself and figuring out like a strategy or just ways you can cope with it healthy the right way you know there are there are many there are many ways to do that um whether it's like through you know like physical exertion like you know the gym or sports or through art like music or painting there's a lot of ways to express yourself healthy in a way that it you can cope with it better than just like you know just pleasure in the moment you know yeah. like it, there's there's many ways to do that you just gotta find what fits you me I personally, it's through sports and the gym. That's how I let out my, you know, frustration, whether it's anger, frustration, sadness. That's how I let it out. Uh, I used to, it used to be music for me. Now it's more sports and, you know, the gym. And it's all about whatever you decide, it has to resonate with you as a person and like mm -hmm. what, you know, what, what fits you and your character. Yeah, I, I completely understand that. that. That makes perfect sense. And that's why it's, it's very imperative, and I, and I want the listener, I want you, the listener, to understand it's so imperative for you to be careful of what you decide to do to help numb your pain. It can't be something that does not provide long, uh, longevity and it doesn't provide, um, I guess, a longstanding form of positivity. You can't find something that will only give you a vice in the short term because what usually ends up happening is as i mentioned before it only ends up damaging you further because it's only for the short term i am a firm believer in delayed gratification and understanding that yes it hurts now but you're doing yourself a service by setting yourself up for your future self and i think that's so important and i think that's something that we tend to forget that we seem to ignore on a consistent basis and it's really really damaging and that's just the way that I see it. Um, <laughs> that's my general opinion on it. But it seems that we are living in a society and in a culture where we are not being taught properly how to manage grief and pain and, and trying to wrap our heads around certain things. And the healing process, since we live in such a microwave era, the healing process is everything's got to come to me so quickly. So when we see a lot of people not be healed from something their immediate instinct is to go ahead and do something really 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 dumb and i think it's something that is very important i think it's a matter of you know how do we educate kids in our own generation about healing the right way because i feel like if that were more widespread then it would be a better society all around a lot of kids in our generation wouldn't end up doing half the things that they do so i just wanted to ask you again james like we've seen the process so the first step is to just be objective about yourself understanding you know what your tendencies are and where you're supposed to go the second step would be you know identifying a certain hobby or something positive that affects you positively that you love to do depending on what that is and running with it to help now what do you think would be step three the direction I'm trying to pull it into is what happens when you're exposed to said pain again? What do you think would be step three, the third and final step in that process? Honestly, I believe that step three is just being patient. You know, a lot of people, 
when they're going through something, you know, they're traumatized or hurt. They try to, you know, because because they, you know, do drugs or whatever it is, instead the opposite of delayed gratification in their head, you know, it relieves the pain in the moment. So I believe some people, I've talked to some people, they think that since it relieves the pain in the moment, that they're gonna get over this thing quickly. And like I said, it only, you know, delays the process. So I think the third step is honestly just being patient and just knowing that as time passes, it will get better. Time really heals. Like life is, you have to stay in the present. Don't don't dwell in the past. Don't worry about the future. Live in the present. Take it day by day. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, it, it's it's a process. Like, it's not it's not going to go away in a week or a month. Like, it's going to take some time. But, you know, life is always coming up with new challenges, you know, new challenges, new problems, new new, new experiences, whether good or bad. So there will always be something in your plate. And that doesn't mean you have to be scared of that. It's just mind you that things will get better. Things will get worse and they get better again. That's just the roller coaster of life. You just got to take it day by day and live in the moment and do what you can. And like I said, in the long run, when you do stuff that actually helps you out, that will actually better your process, working on yourself, in the long run, you'll be a stronger, more disciplined individual than you were before. Yep. That's actually, wow. <laughs> That's actually perfect because it's true. And whoever's listening. You know the vibes. You know, don't, <laughs> like, Whoever's listening to this, I want you to understand something. Whatever you seem to be going through right now, one thing that my mom always told me, you know, growing up, whenever I would go through, you know, hard times is this too shall pass. And I'm sure tons of people have heard it before. And it might seem cliche, but it's it's real. It's the underlying and the underlying belief that no matter what you're going through in life, eventually something's going to have to give way. And a lot of people nowadays refuse to take responsibility for certain events. And sometimes exposing yourself to that pain will only damage you further. And a lot of people believe that they're doing the right thing by constantly exposing themselves to the toxicity, whether it's a toxic ideal or toxic people, thinking that something's going to give way. And I'm here to tell you that in life, this too shall pass. Whatever you're going through right now, whether you are, have been hurt by someone, whether you're heartbroken, whether someone, somebody has died, whether you're in a tough spot, it's important to understand that you have to learn how to be more resilient just for yourself. Because the more that you're able to heal properly, the more that you gain the ability to heal properly um, better, it's going to only help you in the long run. It will only service you more in the long run. And that's why it's so important to always keep your head up, always keep going, always keep pushing, and always have goals and aspirations in your life. Because if you're not sitting there every single day trying to constantly achieve your goals, life will feel meaningless to you. And then when those troubling times that James mentioned come around, you will just feel consistent pain because you don't have anything to latch onto in your dark moments. So it's always important to make sure that you keep on pushing regardless of what your circumstance may be. And but but that isn't to say it's not okay to feel sad. As a matter of fact, the only way you can properly heal 
is by feeling sad and feeling upset and feeling crazy. Hurt. It's crazy. Like, you know, obviously we, we've been through a lot, me and you, like huh. we don't got to get into detail. We've been through a lot, yeah. but one of the biggest pills that was hard to swallow was the fact that I thought of myself that I was so, you know, so I would like, I'm a confident person. Some people say cocky, nar- no, I'm a confident person. Right. So it's like, everybody has an ego, but like when I first started really feeling sad or upset about whatever was going on, I was shocked because I'm like me of all like this, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I was upset with myself. It, it, it's crazy. Like you get upset about the situation, then you get upset at yourself because you're upset. Like I got mad at myself for being mad. I got sad at myself for being sad because I'm like, like, who, like this is like you know you you think of it. It's all ego. You think of yourself yeah. as a strong person. Yeah. And w- when you really, when you get put in that vulnerable state, it's like it's like you get upset. Like I'm like, why am I sad? Like why am i mad but once you accept it like i'm human i have emotions like that's just how it is yeah it's a lot it's it's that's how it is that's how it goes and that's why on your way yeah that's why it's good to have a, a good understanding of who you are as a person after experiencing such a traumatic experience because at the end of the day really like realistically speaking it's all an internal battle yes it's an external force that triggers the emotion but it's after you versus that, you. it's you versus you. Exactly. Biggest man. Just to think that, like, <laughs> the whole time I was my biggest enemy. Like, exactly. you just, like, this year has, this year and, like, the end of last year, or maybe, not, never mind, all of 2020 and this year, I've, like, really dug deep into myself. And then I realized, like, man, I'm I'm an insecure, emotional person. And like, mm-hmm. you know, when you put on a facade that you're like, I'm not saying that I'm a, a confident guy. Like, I'm not like, you know, I'm not an introvert. Not to say that intro, being an introvert's, introvert is bad, but yeah. like, I'm not like an introverted, like shy per But like, yeah. to think that like I was like that, like, it was really, it's crazy this thing. So I'm like, okay, let me work on myself and give me like, let me give myself like no facade. Let me give myself a real reason to be this confident exactly you know self-made individual that wants to be and that's why you know we're out here doing everything we're doing this year exactly we're we're really applying pressure and that's all that you need to do because that's what it comes down to at the end of the day because there's gonna come a time and day where the thing that caused you the initial pain won't even be in your life anymore but if you're still dealing with the repercussions of it then that's on you it's your responsibility to have to deal with that and sometimes that requires professional help, but you need to take responsibility for yourself at, at some point in time. And you need to understand that, yes, this person is the reason why I got to that place, but it will be my fault if I'm still here after a certain period of time. So that was the closing statement that I wanted to make. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to the A1 podcast. We'll catch you in next week's episode. Thank y'all and peace. Yes, sir. The vibes.